Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 55 of the Multiverse Fancast. As always, I am your host, Mags, and with me is Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you tonight? I'm doing well, sir. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. We've got a lot to talk about. This is uh, the first of our new style of episode. Yes. Uh, we uh, did a little bit of thinking and a little bit of discussion with some of our listeners, and we're going to be doing This Week in the Arrowverse. So basically, every week, we're going to do... One big episode talking about the things in the Arrowverse. We're still going to talk about each show individually, yeah. but just kind of bullet point some of the more important things. And then maybe, yes. you know, like in the case of this week, we do have a topic at the end to talk about, but um, maybe each week there'll be a, little, a, a different topic, especially with the crossover coming up so soon. Yeah. So uh, we're going to jump right into Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, I'm just kidding. We're going to jump right into Supergirl first. I was trying yes, to throw you, are. trying to mess you up there. <laughs> yeah, so Supergirl, this was episode two of season three, titled Triggers. A thief with psychic powers attacks National City and proves to be a formidable opponent for Supergirl. Dum 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 dum. We should actually get like real music, maybe. That was. Yeah, well, yeah it was flawless then in that case. <laughs> Our shoestring budget. You know, there's some podcasts that actually charge you to listen. We're not one of those. Oh, Rob would pay. Yeah. And then he'd be on it the following week, <laughs> complaining about it. You're right. Hi, Rob. This quality isn't good enough for me to pay. My favorite was when he was like, oh my God, you guys released two episodes in a week. Yeah, right? I was like, you're the unofficial third host. You're not helping. But anyway, so um, Supergirl introduced a new villain yes. in the form of Psy. Um, initial thoughts on this week's Villain of the Week. I liked it. I liked her. She was a little, She was cool. It was uh, an interesting use of powers. Yeah. A little bit more, less on the physical side. Yes. And um, more on the emotional side. Yeah. But uh, so, you know, as far as villains go, she was pretty forgettable, though, at the same time. like. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Like, yeah, they tried to make Livewire her big, uh, like, her main antagonist. Yeah. We haven't seen her in a while, though. No, I don't know where she's at. Yeah, it's been a while. I think the last episode was when uh, they were doing, like, all the clones of her, like, the people who were using her powers. Yeah. But um, as, as far as villains go, she was an interesting choice. And I, what did you think of the way her powers were displayed? I thought they were really cool. I wasn't sure. The little like vibing kind of. Yeah, the, the air vibrations. Yeah. I wasn't sure though if like she just influenced people's fears or if she could like fire psychic blasts at people. I wasn't sure. I think if, like, it was a little bit of both. Like you yeah, kind of yeah. saw when she was fighting with uh, Supergirl. They look more like like a weapon that she, you know, instead of, you know, it's neurological. But at, like at the end when she was like walking towards her, she made it, she kept her like, she like staggered back a little bit. And I just thought it was a. Yeah. I think it was a little bit of both. She control it different ways, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It was a, an interesting choice. And I, I yeah. definitely, it fit in with where the series or the season's going so far. Yes. With the idea of. A little bit more on the emotional human side. Yeah. But um, as far as villains go, she was an interesting choice. Yeah. She was fun. Who do we want to talk about next? Me? Not you. They don't know about you. They do, though. They mentioned me in this. Listen to our first episode. They'll learn all about you. What do you mean they (laughs) mentioned you in this? Hold on. We're going back. Rewind. But anyway. um, Do we want to talk about Kara or our new character, Samantha? That's uh, I really like Samantha. Let's save her for the last. Okay. Let's talk about Kara. Let's talk about Kara. So, Kara was kind of dealing with the fear. Like, at first it was 
it was it was interesting. Like at first, you thought she was afraid of the destruction of Krypton. Yeah, that was one of my favorite visual effects they've ever done. When they did like the point of view shot mm-hmm. of her leaving the planet. Yeah, like we when we see Superman's origin stories, he's always a baby when he leaves. Yeah. So seeing like imagine that genuine fear. Yeah. Like you're 12, your planet's exploding. You just left your parents to die. Like yeah, that's that's it's some, rough. Like to say the least. The fact that Kara's as well adjusted as she is, because like it's almost like she's a, a war survivor or a you know a genocide survivor. Yeah. And like at 12, you're old enough to remember that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you are, but. I wasn't. You don't remember when your planet exploded? No. I don't think my planet did. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I think I just left it just because I was like, hey, I'm bored. They, they, weren't, they weren't up to your standard. No. Like, you're, a, you're, a, you're a solid 10. Yeah, they were like... your planet was like fours. Yeah. yeah. They sprinkled a couple sixes in there. Couple, after a couple of drinks, a couple of sevens. Yeah. But anyway... <laughs> Now that we've just alienated the entire... Ah, uh, alienated. We need more sound effects on this show. I, th- that was a professional one. That was another professional one? Yeah. Ronnie's just over there on like his guitar and his drum set, <laughs> just waiting. But anyway, um, what did you think of Kara's realization? Did you think it was a little obvious? Like, as viewers, were we kind of like, um, I think it's more than that? Yeah. Yes and no. I mean... You, I didn't think it was entirely mono. Like it comes to see that that wasn't her. That wasn't her in the pod. It was more what she thought was Monel. Yeah, like it turns you out know. that she was like, we don't know where he went. We don't yeah. know. What, we're scared. She's scared about what happened to him. Yeah, she's she's thinking he's dead because we haven't heard from him. Rightfully so. Like, yeah. I mean, it's the it's a logical conclusion. But I mean, you know what they say: no news is good news. Not when you send your boyfriend out into space. Why not? I don't know. We're going to have to consult with the experts. I'm going to make some phone calls. You Keep the podcast going, buddy. <laughs> uh, too bad you don't have any friends. I just have you, and right now I'm not considering you much of a friend. But anyway, um, by the end of the episode, though, she she's growing, and she's moving past it. You know, it's a very, like, I think we said this in last week, it's a very human reaction yes. to the end of a relationship especially one that you didn't want to end yeah in particular but um i dug kara I, I thought where she was was perfect for uh where the story's going yes but i know that they're gonna fall into the trope where she's finally gonna get over him and then he's gonna come back yeah they're gonna find someone like because the big theory is that he went to the future with the legion of superheroes who are confirmed to appear or at least a uh, saturn girl is and yep. the big theory is like he's gonna come back with them and be like, oh, I went to the future and they were able to fix me or give me this special suit or. And I have a new girlfriend. No. Yeah, Matt. Oh, oh, oh! Wow, that would actually be. Oh boy, you heard it on the multiverse fancast first. We is that an official theory? You think that's a yeah that he comes back in time with Saturn Girl, who he's now seeing, who's now putting rings on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He liked it, so he put a <laughs> ring on it. Yeah, right. But anyway, um, yeah, wow, we're, that's a bold, bold statement, Ronnie. You heard it here first. You heard it here first, multiverse fancast. I'm definitely going to promote this episode so everybody knows. But um, you want to talk? I mean, as far as other characters, there wasn't a whole lot with some of the other characters. No, this was definitely just Supergirl focused. Uh, we can talk about Lena. We can talk about Lena. 
Yeah. And her and Jimmy kind of... Button heads a little bit. A little bit. So let's talk about Lena and Jimmy. Uh, Lena started... I ship it. You ship it. What? I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. There was, especially at the end when he kind of gives like that smile yeah. sort of thing. Um, I don't know. I kind of fell in love with him with that smile. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> you you have heard it here first. Wait. You heard it here first, guys. But uh, you've always been a Jimmy fan. Yeah. And I've always been a Win fan, and they're literally doing nothing with him this this season so far. There's nothing to do with a supporting cast like that. Well, season one, they, they, they one of the best episodes was when his dad comes back to Toy Man. That was a great episode. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, Alex was just there as the supporting character. Wynn was just there to solve things like he always does. Yeah. Wynn's really discount Felicity. Yeah. Like, it, it's sad. Like, because in the first season... You know, the lovesick puppy kind of best friend who wants to get with the girl is kind of... Yeah. It's a, it's a tired trope. But the reason it, it, it works because people keep buying into it. We all want... Like, every guy, every girl even has that one person that they really like who yeah. they want to see. Yeah, and then they relate to the characters. Yeah. We all have somebody that we've crushed on and then not gotten. Yeah. Not you. I mean, like, the rest of us mere mortals. Yeah, that's why I'm not agreeing. You just said, yeah. I mean, I gotta make everybody feel good, like it's happened to me before. Yeah. You know? But, um, what do you think of, uh, a Luther with a test mocker again? That, that's, that's pretty funny. Nice little nod. Right? Yeah, th- this show's really good. I, as far as, like, uh, Arrowverse shows, I always think that this show is one of the better ones with the Superman lore. Yeah. You know, Flash has done good, like, you know, just casting John Wesley Shipp as Jay Garrick and Henry yeah. Allen was great because, you know, he did the Flash, you know, years and years ago. Yeah. Um, Legends is pretty good, and we're going to talk about a Legends Easter egg that we just found out that we were yes. pretty excited about um, from this week's episode. We got a little, not really, uh, not really an Easter egg, but an arrow. Yeah. You know, um, but... The only reason it's easy for Supergirl, I think, to put out all these Easter eggs or nods, whatever you want to call it, is just because of the fact that they've had Superman on the show. And also, it's a lot of timing. Like, when Arrow yeah. first came out, we weren't they, nobody was sure what they were allowed to do or use yeah. or say, and they uh, they played it pretty cautious. Yeah. You know, no other superheroes. Like, watching season one of Arrow is, like, so different yeah. than watching Arrow now. And, and the thing, too, is with Arrow is... The only person you can give nods to, which they finally did, is Batman. True. Or Bruce Wayne, you know, either or. And, you know, it's kind of hard to do that with all this Batman stuff going around between Gotham and the Batman solo movie, Justice League. Yeah, it's a, Batman it's a lot. Superman, you know, you don't want to oversaturate it. We're going to talk about you oversaturation, know. I think. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, I was talking to Rob and just the X-Men universe alone. Yeah. Is, is half the oversaturation right now. Yep. But um, that's that's I think that's a, a another conversation for another, another day. Yeah, a different episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could do a whole episode on oversaturation of the yeah. market. But um, who else? We Maggie and Alex, their little drama at the end about Maggie potentially not wanting kids. Yeah. Do you think that that's going to be? Because we we found out that the the actress who plays uh, Maggie, I think Floriana Lima. Yeah. Is her, is her name? I want to say. She's not a series regular. She's not going to be on the show this entire season. No. Do you do you think that they're setting up different ways for this couple to break up besides killing off Maggie? I don't think so. I think it's just 
they're going to not kill her off or anything. I think it's just going to be, there's really no need for her. This is, you know, she's not DEO. She's just a cop. Yeah, you like know. last season, she had some points, and she was, yeah. she was a cool character, especially because she was new. This season, in the first two episodes, they really haven't done much with her. She's more of a plot device, Yeah, which is a shame, because I really like the actress, and I like the character, and the character's a big DC Comics character. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens with that, because they are supposed yeah. to be getting married soon. Yes. But uh, speaking of them getting married, DJ or band? DJ, I agreed, you know, and when, and John John Jones said it the best as an as a Martian too, which is even funnier. He's yeah, not, he he goes on to say if the music doesn't sound exactly like you remember it as, you're less likely to enjoy it and less likely to get jiggy with it. I jiggy on the dance floor. Yeah, you know what I mean. But when he said that, and the fact that you hear Win in the background, he's like, did he say get jiggy with it? Yeah, you're like, oh, hey, Win. <laughs> I, I died. I, I actually yeah. rewound it because I was laughing so hard. I, I was hoping when I heard Jiggy, I was like, please say get Jiggy with it. Please, please. It was it was please. close enough that it was okay. Yeah. But now he got a message at the end of the episode. He's drinking alone. It was kind of sad. Yeah. But he gets a message from Miss Martian telling him to come to Mars, and it sets us up for next week's episode. Which I'm really excited about. So, um, yeah, Star City rating for Supergirl triggers? Um... 3.5. 3.5? Yeah. Um, oh, we oh, didn't we talk about Samantha. Oh. Uh, let's. You want to talk about Samantha really quick? Because she was a big... Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's rewind. Rewind. <laughs> so, Samantha's daughter... Like, the, the subplot revolves around Samantha's daughter gets into a fight with kids at school because she claims her mom has superpowers and she ends up getting punched in the face or punching someone in the face. Like, basically, it's... And um, Samantha's supposed to start her new job. Yes. I love how they didn't tell us what the new job was until she walked into Catco. Yes. And Lena Luther was like, oh my God, it's so okay. Don't worry about it. I was like, oh, that's a great way to put all these characters together. Yes. It was very clever that, writing. That was good. They they were sneaky about it in a good way. Mm-hmm. You're like, because the entire time I didn't think, I wasn't thinking, I wonder what job she got. Yeah. I wonder what she's doing for money. Yeah. Unlike Curtis, who wonders what everybody's doing for money, which we're going to talk about because that's always been one of my favorite topics. Yeah. But, um, and then it shows her trying at the end. Like, you know, her daughter gets into the middle of things. With the crowbar. With the crowbar. And she can't do anything. No. I wonder if her power is adrenaline-based. Yeah. I'm afraid. I don't think Supergirl's going to go this way because they're not usually the darkest of the shows. You think that kid's going to die? I... Part of me wants to say Yes. But then, I hope not. I think she's gonna get hurt. Yeah. Maybe put into a coma. Yeah. And then it's the she's gonna wake up just in time because Samantha's supposed to turn into the supervillain Rain. Yeah. The 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 creature we saw put in the pod uh, at the end of last season's finale. Yeah. So I have a feeling that something's gonna happen to her. She's gonna Hulk out, and then her daughter's gonna wake up just in time to stop her. Yeah. I hope it's not that predictable. But I don't think Supergirl's aggressive enough to go for such a dark ending. Yeah, nah. They're not going to kill her. Like I, I said, they're, they're going to do the whole, the, you know, the loved one's going to save the bad guy from going full bad. Yeah. I don't know. Cause, it's like, a CW show. Well, they've killed all their, their villains. All their villains have died yeah. on, on Supergirl. You know, that's the problem with a lot of these shows because they don't know how long they're going to last. They don't keep villains around. 
Except for Eobard uh, Thawne, who they keep bringing back. And Damien Dark now, too. They keep bringing yeah. back over and over again. But uh, you're still sticking with your 3.5? Yeah. Season? All right, that's fair. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to agree with you. It was definitely above average. Yeah. It propelled the, cl- the plot forward. I thought it was a step up from last week. So, um, yeah, I, I thought solid. You ready to go to the circus? No. You're not ready to go to the circus? Nope. The greatest show on the planet. You don't want to talk about Flash first. Oh, fine. We'll talk about Flash first. <laughs> I was just really excited. Uh, you're getting ahead of yourself all day, huh? I know, right? Jeez. I don't know where I am. Yeah, so this is about The Flash, because that comes on before Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But this was episode Thanks. two of season four, titled Mixed Signals. Barry deals with the ramifications of abandoning Iris while facing a meta who can control technology. Dun dun dun. dun. dun, 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 dun. All right, so let's talk about the shift in tone. Yes. Do you do you think that the show's new lighthearted approach is a direct response to last year's fan reaction? Yes. So how do you feel about it? Hmm. I'm okay with it. I like it. it. Yeah. I think there are certain things that I like. Obviously, they learned that sad Cisco is the worst thing ever. Yes. And we never want to hear sad Cisco again. No. So Cisco has been, you know, obviously upbeat. You know, his best friend's back. Yeah. He's dating somebody way out of his league. Oh, yeah. He is dating up, my friends. Like, Earth-19, I I want to head there because obviously they have low standards. I'd do fantastic. And now that I have my Constantine costume, they'll think I'm a superhero. Would they? No. <laughs> you don't have powers. You just look like the guy with powers. I do look like the guy with powers. <laughs> they did an episode of Spider-Man the Animated Series where they did had a bunch of different Spider-Mans from other universes and one had no powers whatsoever. So we just kind of hid the entire time. That's me. I look yeah. like I'm going to save the day. Not really going to. But anyway... um. I really feel like this, this Flash is, it went so dark last season, and then now they're really trying to get back to where they were. Yeah. Do you think they're trying too hard? No. Just just enough? Just, just, just enough, or they should try harder. Really? Yeah. All right. Um, let's start with Barry and Iris then. Okay. Let's so, do this. As I love the scene with... Uh, uh, what's, what's the, mo- the, the Tom, Tom Cruise movie? movie? Uh, Risky Business? Yes. <laughs> when, I would have loved it if he came in at super speed instead. Yeah. That would have been a little funnier, but I, I, I was dying. I thought it was great. You know, this is the Barry that we had in season one. Yeah. Who was so excited at the idea of, I have these powers, I'm the Flash. Yep. There's been a lot of We Are the Flash memes going around. Like, there's like, I'm Batman. No, we are yeah. Batman. Yeah. Like, oh, they're, they're all over. But, um... Iris, I thought her reaction or her reasoning for actually being... Like, I get the other stuff. Like, Barry trying to be, oh, I did this and I did this for the wedding. This show, this episode really exemplified that guy... Like, all the things guys do wrong in relationships. Yes. Like, we've had relationships, you and I, with with respectable women and you more than me. A thousand percent you more than me. They don't need to know. All right? But anyway... Um, you said it, not me. You, you were thinking it. Sometimes I, I think I. It. Sometimes I think I do have superpowers. But anyway, <laughs> um, 
like as as guys, we know that obviously neither one of us have been married. But if you're wedding planning and you do all the work, she gonna get mad. Yeah, because she don't you don't know what she want. And also, you, you do things like that as a couple. It's like part yeah. of, it's part of the process. You know, it's one thing is if like Valentine's Day is coming around and you want to plan a surprise for her. That's, yeah. that's one thing. But for a wedding, for any sort of big event, <laughs> you best be getting some help from your wifey, or at least just doing fiance. it together. Um, yeah. But no, it, Barry is a nerd. He's the biggest nerd we've ever we've ever seen. The only relationship we know he's had was with Patty Spivet. I miss Patty. I liked her. Yeah. But um, you know, so it makes sense for him to still be a nerd. Yeah. You know, even though he's a superhero and he's ridiculously good looking because it's a CW. He's a nerd. He's socially awkward. He always has been. Yeah. So it makes sense that he doesn't understand some of the, and also he's getting married for the first time. And in, in his first real relationship. <laughs> yeah. No, I, that's true. It's it's totally but, understandable. I mean you kind of got to expect that though. I mean you really think that it's good to just do whatever you want without asking your spouse to be? Yeah. Um, the okay, and then it, it bled into them working together, which we we talked about last week. And yeah, we wanted to see the challenge in status quo. Yep, I'm surprised Wally had no challenge with it. Yeah, uh, we're gonna talk about Wally at the end because I want to bring him up and, and discuss that with you. I want to hear your thoughts because I know you're a big Wally fan. Yes, as am I, for to a degree. I don't like this interpretation of Wally, mm-hmm. but uh, it has nothing to do with the actor Keenan Lysdale. Yeah. I, I like him. You know, he does the best with what he's got. Yeah. But um, Barry and Iris, the, the the couples therapy was hilarious. Yeah, when they started listing off all the people that died, yeah, like I shouldn't have been laughing as hard as I was, but it was funny. Oh yeah, I was I was. I agree. And then there was well, you know, there was this person, this person, this person, this person. I was like, and then Barry's like, my dad died, and yeah. my mom, and my mom. I was I was like, oh god, it's getting dark. Yeah, the therapist was even like, oh god. <laughs> But, um, Slow down, guys. I can't write this fast. <laughs> what are you writing there? Just notes, notes for myself. myself. You're going to write that down, aren't you? You know what? I honestly thought that he was going to run, see what she wrote, and run back. Oh, I would have. that would have been great. <laughs> that would have been really funny. Yeah. And just to see Iris like free out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think that the couple therapy were, like advice from Caitlin was a little out of left field, though? Yeah. Like I, I feel like it's a like maybe if we done this in like episode five or six of this season. Yeah, I mean, look at I mean, why would Caitlyn Snow be talking about that? Look at her last relationship; it went up in flames. Uh, that's before her and Zoom. Yeah, they got together too. Uh, but that wasn't really a relationship. Her and Zoom. That was like two weeks of just Easy. having physical contact. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Easy, but um, yeah, like it—it it was just a little out of left field. I would have liked to see it maybe like episode five or six, like maybe build because now it looks like they're past it. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Cisco and Gypsy, my dude, Cisco. First of all, I love Gypsy. Yeah, she has been a great addition to the cast. Yeah, her and Cisco's mild flirtation the entire time in last season was great. Like, like Cisco's, Cisco's the guy, guy like as much as we want to be the Flash, nowadays I want to be Cisco. Yeah. Like he's a superhero in his own right. He's dating way out of his league. She's super hot. Her dad's going to be played by Danny Trejo, which is hilarious. 
Um, I, I just to, I just can't wait to see when Cisco meets him. Oh yeah, it's gonna be great. Like you look at Danny Trejo and you're shaking in your boots. It's, it reminds me of a uh, Harold and Kumar Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's still this running theory that Gypsy's partner was the Cisco of their Earth, yeah. and that's why because she definitely seemed a lot more affectionate. Yeah. Like we haven't seen her since the season finale, and. She didn't. Uh, we don't know how much. Obviously, it's been a few months, like five months, they say. Yeah. And the CW shows are really good with keeping in track of their time. Um, it's it's it was a little bit of a, like almost jarring how affectionate she was. I was like, oh, is this? The yeah. I mean, but but then again, if you don't see your, you know, your significant other for, you know, you know, like a couple weeks, a month, whatever it may be. You're a lot more affectionate when you do see him that first time. Unless you're praying at the uh, Church of Saint Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. <laughs> did you love as much as I did the? We don't know too much about Earth 19. We've only seen it the one time when yeah. Cisco went to visit. And we saw the Accelerated Man and yeah. Gypsy. Obviously, she's allowed to travel Earth to Earth. I know that was a, that was a uh, conversation I read online. You know, people were like, are they allowed yeah. to do that? She, I feel like she has some leeway because that is part of her job. She, yeah, she is allowed exactly. to go because they they're not allowed to travel between Earths. Yeah. So, I'm, but like, there's a big theory that you know, Cisco was her partner. I would yeah. love to see more of Earth 19. Yeah. You know, the Church of Shaquille O'Neal, which yeah. is Saint Shaquille O'Neal. Um, one 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 day was was great, and I love how she's still really guarded and yeah. nervous about the relationship. It, it's it's relatable. Yes. And again, I would because I loved Earth 2. When we got to see the, what was it, Welcome to Earth 2 and Escape from Earth 2, those yeah. were the two episodes. Those were fantastic. Yes. Um, I would love to see a little bit more of Earth 19. I definitely, definitely dig it. Yeah. It, it would just be hard to swing on, like, uh, why they would be there. Like, why? Yeah, they have, it's, you know? it has to feel organic story wise. Yeah. Like, in uh, season two of The Flash, it made sense. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised because why else would we be meeting her dad? Uh, he could be coming, you know, coming here. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, I get, I get, I get what you're saying, but uh, I would love to see it. Oh yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if something. The reason he comes to Earth One is because of. Something going on, and he might be recruiting Cisco to come help. I feel like it's just going to be an episode of "I want you to meet my dad." Yeah, I'd be okay with that. And yeah. like, you know, like tonight's the or this episode, date night turned into a giant adventure. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about the bad guy. Okay. Kilgore. Yes. We kept saying Kilgrave. Yeah. Yeah. The first time I saw his name pop up on the elevator, I thought it said Kilgrave, yeah. and I immediately thought Jessica Jones. Yeah. Right. What? Why? <laughs> I don't know about you, but he was one of the most forgettable villains we've had. Yes, I thought the, I thought his powers were cool. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to mess with technology yeah. the way he did, but I feel like they could have made him scarier. I can see that. Like his death, the deaths that he did were pretty gruesome. Yeah. Um, the elevator one especially. Yes. Like the car one, not so much. Yeah. It was cool how Barry dealt with it. Yeah. But um, I, you and I were talking because we actually do talk about these shows before we record. Yeah. We do a little bit of prep, not not too much, but a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
I thought he would have been a much better villain for Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, really, the only way he works as a villain this week was because of the Flash's new suit. Yes. How happy are you that they took out all the gadgets? Really? I thought we were uh, on the same page with no, this. No, 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 no. I am happy, but I would love to have seen keeping some. Like, we don't know exactly what they got rid of. But I like the... Cisco said, they said Cisco got rid of everything. Yeah. But, like, I like the eye shield. Mm, um, if they had been white, I would have liked them. Because that's more in the comics. Yeah. I don't know. I, no matter what they are. Like, as long as it's, like, something that doesn't automatically happen, he can change in and out mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, there were certain things on there that would probably be pretty cool. Now, to this, keep. this suit looked a lot like the one of the future Barry we saw last season. Yes. I wonder if it's the same suit. Probably. I definitely like this suit. The only thing about this suit is it looks like he's way less comfortable in it. Like Grant yeah. Gustin, the actor. He almost looks stiff when he's just kind of walking around. Yeah. It definitely looks a little bit harder to move around in. Yeah. But um, visually, I think it's great. I like having bright colors. Yes. It's, it's definitely um, something that I enjoy having on the show. Mm-hmm. But... I love how they got rid of everything. Like it was funny, and they're yeah. like when the suit blows up, it's the a flotation. It's, it's actually a reference to uh, an episode where the Flash, an episode, a comic where the Flash <laughs> got morbidly obese. Yeah, and that was the cover of it. Yeah, part of me was like, why does he need a flotation device if he could just run across? That's what they said. That's what he <laughs> yeah. runs on water. What if he drowns? <laughs> but Joe had the best response. Maybe you should put an oxygen tank. Oh, that would be a good idea. Yeah. I don't know why he needed repulsor guns. That was yeah. another one. Um, but yeah, like the only reason the bad guy worked for this episode was because of the suit. Yeah. And the Babel. 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 We're going to talk about that. That's for our ending segment. That's for our ending segment. But, um, forgettable villain. But here's my thing. They're making this big deal about how he wasn't in Central City for the particle accelerator explosion. Um, we've already been there. They had a villain in Arrow. I forget who, what the name of it was, but he was able to fire energy blasts yeah. out of his eyes. So the, it was the first episode, or the first episode where Ray suited up as the Atom. Yes, because he tried to use the repulsor blast. They powered him up. He flew away. I was just watching it the other day, mm-hmm. and they specifically say, "Oh, he wasn't in Central City when the particle accelerator exploded." So it appears that the Thinker, our bad guy of the season, he's collecting or doing something with these other metahumans yes that weren't created by the particle accelerator yeah. now are we implying that he created them um i feel like they are implying that i mean he's smart enough to do that yeah um i don't see any other way that these people can get these powers then I mean, in the comics there's something called the metagene which, it's similar to the X-Gene in X-Men, where it activates under certain levels of stress, or yeah. certain like outside stimuli, like getting hit by a bolt of lightning. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, like they could easily explain, oh, he has this metagene, like he was going to get it anyway. Yeah, but sometimes that gene has to be sped up. Or, or manipulated yeah. or activated somehow. So maybe people do have this gene, but 
the thinker's able to stimulate it, it, activate it, whatever you want to call it, you know? Well, that was the whole point of Young Justice Season 2, was the meta yeah. and meta-humans. So, who knows? Like, it, there's a lot of potential with this season, but I don't think that they were thinking that far back in Arrow Season, what was it, 3 with Ra's al Ghul? Yeah. Yeah, because that's when the Adam first flew in. I don't get it. I'll explain when you're older. Okay. Not now. Or now. Or now. Because I know you, you're going to keep going, I'm older now. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. But, um... I'm older now. I hate you so much. <laughs> Joe, not much on the Joe front. No. Uh, Caitlin, I did enjoy seeing her almost change. She's kind of got like a Jekyll and Hyde thing going on. Yes, I'm digging that so much. It is definitely interesting. I'm yeah. I'm curious to see where it goes. I yeah. want to see when Julian's coming back. I miss him. He's not. He's not. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. He was so great last season. He was a great foil for Oh, me. yeah. And just even like when they became... I don't want to say friends, but mates. Acquaintances. He called them mate. Yeah. Um, when they really brought him into the fold, it was great. Yes. And I'd love to see him come back now that Caitlin's back in the fold, too. Yeah. Um, trying to think where else we want to go. Let's talk about Wally. Do you think Wally. they're getting ready? Not that Wally. <laughs> Do you think they're getting ready to get rid of Wally? I hope not. I want them to put him on Legends of Tomorrow, if anything. I'd be okay with it. As long as we keep him in the Arrowverse, yeah. I'm okay with it. The problem, I think it might have been a little foreshadowing, putting him with Steel. Yeah. The problem with putting him with the Legends is, the whole point of the team of Legends is that they're, they're non-important to history. Kid Flash is important to history. He takes over as the Flash, you know, he a big part of his character. I don't know if they'd... Be able to put. I mean, Legends is fun. Is, is fine with yeah. breaking their own rules. I mean, there's plenty of signs pointing to him going to Legends. You know, you have the whole team up with Steel, which was great. You have the whole Stein one and go back to his family, and so it's just gonna be Jack sitting there. You're gonna be down a Legend because he can't, you Fire know, power up. Firestorm up. Yeah. So you, I wouldn't be surprised if they. Put him in the, put Wally in the mix to join the team because you're going to be down a superhero, especially one of the most powerful. But the only thing is, you got Jax on there being able to fix the ship and the engineer, and that's kind of what Wally's thing is too. You know, with like the whole cars thing and everything. I hope that's kind of what how Jax got started. I can see them like building things together. That'd be fun. Yeah, but um, yeah, I I feel like Wally's being exceptionally underused and like the worst is i was i've been watching arrow reruns and because tnt shows them like weird hours and i watched season three with roy as arsenal yeah and they did so much good with his character he had his own story at times like he had an arc and you know i don't like how they ended roy's story but i really wish they would do the same for wally yeah i want to see like flash and wally team up like so far all we've seen is wally do not wally got stabbed last week yeah and he got knocked out in four seconds this week. I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like they're really underutilizing Wally, and I really hope it's not because they're getting rid of him. It would be stupid to get rid of him. He's one of the most important DC characters for like the younger generation. And you know what it is? Like in, in the comics, Flash's supporting family was really Kid Flash and Iris. Yes. Jay Garrick every once in a while, but and then Bart Allen. But, you know, it's always been Flash and Kid Flash. Yeah. In the comics, um, 
Oliver's had quite a few amount of, of wards and, you know, yeah. very similar to Batman. But I don't know. Like, I, I feel like Wally's being really underutilized. And yeah. I hope it's not because they want to get rid of him. I mean, you got Kid Flash, who's, you know, one of the most powerful flashes we've ever had. And that was a big thing they dropped also. Yeah, like, you can't, you can't. You can't drop that big name and then not make it a big name. Yeah. I, I, I hope that they do something with Wally this season. Yeah. I was really hoping he'd be the one. Like, the only quip that he got was, yeah, you got a new suit. Yeah. You know, something along those lines. And then he messed up with uh, saving that one female scientist. Yeah. Which, understandably, like, that was because of the music stuff. I get it. Yeah. But, um, Star City rating for triggers? Or not triggers. Uh, mixed signals. Mixed signals. Um, three point five. Also, same as Supergirl. Three point five. I'm uh, gonna give it a three. Yeah, it fair. Um, fair. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I enjoyed laughing and being happy. I just feel like it's a little forced. It's like, hey, we listened to you guys. You wanted more fun. Yeah. Uh, to a degree. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't feel as as natural and organic as I was hoping. The the only thing that bumps it to a three five for me is the whole. Um, Cisco. Yeah. Cisco, uh... Well, that's what's saving thing, it And then, uh, the whole Caitlyn, Heckle, and Jide. That, that's kind of what's keeping me intrigued. Did you just say Heckle and Jide? Heckle and... <laughs> <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde, uh, you mean? Yes, that is what I meant. Heckle that, and Jide are their cousins? Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's what you get for... That's gonna be the name of the... Like, oh, that's the name of the episode. Heckle and Jide. Yep, that, that's me on four hours of sleep right there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> But um, it's about six hours past my bedtime. You know, you know, what really brings this episode down for me is Iris's reaction. You find out she's really mad because you left me. The world was actually exploding. Yeah, there was super lightning hitting every part of the planet. Not everything's about you. Oh, I mean, last season was about her, but my speed, but still. my speed force angel mom said I was going to heaven and saving the world. Win win. <laughs> Come with me next time. See how you feel. Seriously. But, uh, She's not a speedster. She can't. We don't know that. She technically went into the Speed Force uh, in season two. The runaway dinosaur. Yeah. But anyway. So let's jump to Legends of Tomorrow. Probably my favorite episode of this week. Again, Legends is probably my favorite show this week. All right. So this is episode two of season tres. This was titled Freak Show. The legends attempt to fix the anachronism in 1870 that happens to be P.T. Barnum's Circus. This I hated this episode. Did you really? You know why. Oh, because there were clowns in it? (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm Mick. You you are Mick Roy, to a degree. All right, let's talk about the general story outline. The non-criminal Mick. Uh, Not that we can prove. (laughs) Nothing that's admissible in a court of law. At Tuber Day? At Tuber Day. <laughs> that was last week's episode. But anyway, um, so the general setup is the legends are like, all right, we're back in the game. There's all these anachronisms, not aberrations. That was the word we couldn't think of last week. Yes. Aberrations. There's all these anachronisms. Where are we going to start? And they, they look, and they're all different levels. I thought that was a really fun twist. Yeah. And watching the level progressively go up. Oh, this is level one. Let's go do it. And by the end of it, what did it get to, like, level eight? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Gary's like, no! Uh, we're going to talk about Gary, who's my new favorite character. 
But um, so they're like, all right, we're gonna go to this one. It's a saber tooth tiger at the PT Barnum Bailey, sir. All right, we got this. We're gonna shrink it down and we're gonna catch it. And they, as much as we root for the legends, that Agent Sharp is her name, I think. Yeah, she's a thousand percent right. They just make things worse. Oh yeah, like way worse. So, they make things worse, but then they bring it back and they make it better. Let's, let's go, go character, character by character. Let's, let's start, start with Sarah, because she had the, the the least amount to do. Yeah. Do we feel a little, little tension with her and Agent Sharp? Oh, yeah. That was one of the best scenes where they have like this epic fight, and they're like, they're just lying there like, water break? Water break? And they're just like sitting there awkwardly drinking water. I, I like their dynamic. It's definitely yes. it's fun. It's interesting, and she, they're both great foils to each other. Oh yeah. You know, by the end of the season, Agent Sharp's gonna come around. Yeah. But um. But yeah, she she knows all the all the moves of Sarah Lance, huh? That fight. That was a good fight. Yeah. I, I dug it, and Katie Lotz does all of her own stunts, which is awesome. Yeah. You can tell too with the the wide shots and the long takes. Yeah. You you know that it's a stunt double. Or the stunt double doesn't really know stuff when you don't see faces when they're doing certain things. Or even better, when you see the face of the stunt double, you're like, oh. Yeah. It's like that episode of Arrow where they took out the knife, but it was like one of those rubber practice knives that we use. Oh. (laughs) Illusion shattered. I hate when uh, the show's about superheroes and people who can run so fast they can travel through time aren't realistic. Seriously. Seriously. Idiots. Idiots. I hate those guys. But anyway, so I definitely dug the new dynamic between uh, Sarah and H. Sharp. I think it's going to be fun for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, let's talk. Who do you want to talk about now? You want to talk about Mick Rory? Because, again, short, short little story. Yeah. He's scared of clowns, and he didn't want to go to the circus. I thought it was fantastic. I'm with him on that one. Die, clowns! <laughs> you just see him off the side. Um, were you scared of Martin Stein when he was dressed as a clown? Yeah, a little bit. I'm I'm terrified of clowns. You are terrified of clowns. That's why you're not allowed to have a flamethrower. Because <laughs> you'd actually hit one of the clowns. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> and I would feel completely okay with it. Anywho. So. <laughs> I'm still laughing about the clown thing. Nothing else. But anyway. <laughs> so. You know, Mick was just kind of there to be the enforcer. It's it's sad that Mick's stories really only happen when Captain Cold's involved. Yeah, I loved how he hugged Amaya though. Yeah, I like it was a very subtle thing. It was very downplayed. Like none of the other crew. Like it could have been easy for like all the cast, all the other members to be like, oh, "What? I have emotions too." Yeah, like right? something like that. Like something funny with that. Yeah. But, you know, it was just so natural. Returning, uh, we're gonna talk about Amaya a little bit more in depth. But uh, let's talk Jax and Stein. Not Jackson Stein. Jax and his Siamese twin partner, Ray Palmer. First of all, I love the dynamic the characters have on the show. Yeah. Um. You know, like when they're all like talking about the shrink ray and they're all making fun of him about it. Yeah. And um, he's like, I don't. I'm not really a fan of that name. But it ends up being the name they use. Yes. So they get caught after they party a little bit too hard because. That's one thing I love about these shows. They, with the exception of Elicity, they handle relationships very well. Yes. For the record, I completely sympathize with Nate. Really? Yeah. Even though, like, I heard... Even though you know what happened? Even though I, like, I... Maybe it's just because getting broken up with the day of your birthday 
and then she disappears and not talk to you anymore is hitting a little close to home. How, how can she talk to you from 1942 or whatever she went, right? Was it 42 she went back to? Something like that. I don't care. She ghosted him. Could have left she, a note. She wanted to see her granddaughter, right? Granddaughter? Yeah. Yeah. She went to Detroit first and then she went there. Because I like how they did mention that time needs to cement. But if she would have left the note, he would have come find her and she probably would have gotten convinced not to go back. My bigger question is, um, how'd she get back? They never specifically say. Did she call Rip? I was going to say Rip. Hey, Rip. Because I'm sure she's an anachronism, technically. Rip was the one that wanted her to go back. He was the one that told her to. Yeah. And showed her what it would look like if she didn't. Mm-hmm. And she wouldn't have a granddaughter and if he, she didn't go yeah, back. And well, he also told him about the, all the catastrophe that was going to happen. Yeah, uh, a lot of pressure. Under pressure. Dun, 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 dun. We nailed it that time. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I definitely sympathize with Dave a little bit. So they get caught after a night of drinking, and Barnum, PT Barnum's like, hey. I got, got some, some hot, hot women at my circus. Acrobats. I loved it. It, it was, and Nate's like, "Heck yeah, we want to go." That would be you in that situation. That would be me in that situation. We all know. If you're Mick, I'm definitely Nate. Yeah. Yeah, but in that situation, I'd be Nate. I mean, Mick would have gone back too if he was there. I wonder. We've never seen him with a woman. Huh? No, but he has made moves on women. Hey, skirt. Call me. You got Supergirl. He made moves on Sarah Lance. He's made moves on Amaya. Not, not really Amaya. He became more like the big brother to her. No, at first, I he did. I don't think so. I don't remember. But I hope he gets, you know, he's one of those characters that very Dean and Sam Winchester. No no relationships ever for him. Yeah. I'd love to see it. His, he's got his bromance with Captain Cold. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Aw. Things Poor are, guy. Things aren't too hot for him. I don't get it. I'll tell you later. Okay. But anyway. So, um, Can you tell me now? No, not yet. Okay. Off air. Oh, okay. All right. But anyway. Guys, we'll be right back. <laughs> Wait, we can pause this thing? Why didn't you tell me? You know how many times we sit here and have to go to the bathroom? No. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> but anyway. Um... So, so they get, get captured, captured and it leads to like the, the fun Siamese twin thing and then yeah. Stein dressing up as a clown. I know you didn't like it, but it led to Mick tackling somebody who was a clown. Yeah. And you know, at the in the end they managed to fix the situation. Yes. I dug this episode so much though. Yeah. This was a return it's funny how they can return to form. Like Legends has the exact same formula almost every episode since season one. Actually, more since season two. Yeah. This, like, season one was all about Vandal Savage. It was a shorter season. They only had 13 episodes to deal with it. They were pretty to the point. Season two, they found what worked for them. They found their formula. Yeah. I'm completely okay with them constantly doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. To a degree. Yeah. To a degree, yeah. Like, they also add in, like, they, they mentioned the big bad that they're going to be facing, and they had... Uh, the little magic at the ends with the girl at the swamp. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Um, it's cool that a technology-based... Because, like, 
As far as shows that can introduce magic, Arrow did it, and for the most part was was fairly successful with it. Yeah. You know, Damian Dark was by far one of our favorite villains. Yes. To the point where they brought him back for for Legends, and now they're bringing him back again for Legends. Um, it introduced us to Constantine in the Arrowverse. You know, magic was good on Arrow. I would have loved to see magic on Flash, just because I want to see Cisco's reactions. Yeah. Cisco would have great reactions to magic. Oh, yeah. That would be great. Um, but putting it on Legends is just a, a very natural feel. Yes. So I'm definitely, I'm definitely digging that they're gonna magic versus science almost. Yeah. But um, trying to think what else we want to talk about Legends because I mean it was pretty straightforward to the point. Yeah. Do we want to mention the the Easter egg now so we can set it up for our discussion later? No. Uh, we're gonna make them wait. Yeah, we're we're gonna make you guys wait. You guys are gonna have to wait. Yep. But anyway, all right. So Legends of Tomorrow. This is our shortest segment, which yep. is ironic because it's it's our favorite, my favorite episode. Of, yeah, of the week. your favorite. All right. Star City rating, then, buddy. Four. Four. Yeah, I, I'm kind of all these shows are around the same for me. To be honest, this week, kind of like that three five four with this episode. Um, there was just too much of nothing for me. In, in this, this okay yeah um you know the, the whole sarah and sharp thing and your buddy gary i thought you like gary i'm indifferent when, about him when she's got the gun to his head though and doing the and he's like oh everything's okay everybody yeah. she like cocks it at one point and she's yeah. like and we're really good don't worry yeah i don't know i i feel like they're trying to do too much comedy in this show, but for this show, it feels or it feels like it was already there. Flash is feeling a little forced. This is feeling like eh, Flash is kind of trying to go back to what it was before. So long ago, it feels like that. This just seems like it's just trying to get funnier instead of just its natural funny. Feels almost a little Marvely. Yeah, and that's not a jab at Marvel. No, that's just their general yeah. reality. Yeah, so I, I'm teetering between that three, five, four. All right, I'm gonna give it a solid four. It um. It was everything we loved about Legends. Mm-hmm. It had some of my favorite moments of the show, like yeah. um, when Sarah's like, something even the Time Masters are scared of, and they all stop, and then they all just start busting out. Even Stein's yeah. like laughing. I was like, oh, they they feel like the most family-oriented team that we have. Yeah. Like, as much as Supergirl and Alex are literally a family, the Legends just feel like just so organically a family at this point. Yeah. So solid four. Solid, solid four. Right. Let's, Let's jump, jump over, over to Bruce Wayne and Gotham. Yeah. So, this episode of Gotham. No. Nah, we're jumping over to Arrow. <laughs> yes. This was episode two of season six, titled Tribute. Anatoly returns to Star City with a sinister agenda as Oliver tries to balance being the mayor, the Green Arrow, and William's father. Dun, dun, dun. No, no, he did it wrong. Not for this one. All right, so <laughs> not a Natalie. <laughs> not a Natalie. During our initial read through, he just kept saying a Natalie on purpose. Uh, I know it's Anatoly. Who you can? I was the one that pronounced it correct all time last year. All right, so let's talk. We had last week. We had the big uh, Oliver's the Green Arrow. No, he's not. How many times are they going to be able to do this trope before people are like, okay, we're done? 32. Well, apparently in the <laughs> comics, Batman has 
uh, constantly gone online and posted fake news about Bruce Wayne being Batman. Yeah. Because the more you see it, the more you're like, oh, that's stupid. Like National Enquirer news and stuff like that. Yeah. So I can get that. I can get behind that. But yeah. um, I'm. I was kind of like they they tackled it right out the box. Yeah. And it turned. Let's talk about that that sub point before we talk about. The actual, the actual character. The big point. <laughs> uh, really, this was a, a lot of different small subplots this yeah. episode. But they were able to determine that the picture was a fake, which makes me wonder that we don't find out who released it. No. We thought it was Anatoly, but he was like, no, I have honor. Yeah. Oh, okay, a Natalie. Anatoly. Oh, okay, thank you for correcting me. <laughs> but anyway, um, we feel like, I don't know about you, but... Does that mean that the character who released it, either A, he knows that Oliver's the Green Arrow, B, he was just trying to create some sort of smokescreen, or C, really it's just A or B. Or C, it could just be someone that doesn't like Mayor Queen, Yeah, and so they try getting him out of office. And it's just a coincidence. And, and just, yeah, and they were just like, well... He's a known vigilante that all like all our law enforcement wants to catch and put behind bars. So why not put the mayor that I'm trying to get out of there so I could put my own people in? Like kind it of like a like it'd be Falcone more, thing. It'd be more like an attack against Mayor Queen though, because yeah. saying that the Green Arrow is Mayor Queen is going to distract Oliver's life. Yeah, the other way around wouldn't work as much. It, it like. There's, There's, you wouldn't be stopping the Green Arrow. I mean, you could be, because yeah. obviously he's not going to Green Arrow as much. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious to see who released it, what was their point, you know. Do yeah. they know that Oliver's actually the Green Arrow, or was it just a coincidence? So, I mean, because, like, if you were trying to attack the Green Arrow, saying that making up that Oliver Queen's the Green Arrow is not going to affect the Green Arrow. No. Because if he's not Oliver Queen, he's just a, still a Green Arrow. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm having a little trouble keeping it. You don't know what you're trying to say. No, I do. But if you wanted to mess up Oliver Queen's life, say he's the Green Arrow. Yeah. He'll be under a microscope. Yeah. So, you know, for all we know, this guy didn't know that Oliver was the Green Arrow and he was just trying to mess with Mayor Queen. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I thought it was very easily remedied. I mean, but that's what happens when you have two geniuses on your team. All right, let's talk about the two geniuses of the team. The genies. Genius? Genie? Genies? No, that's something different. Gin? Those are people that are in those lamps that you rub, and then Robin Williams comes out. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. Now it's Will Smith. Because <laughs> he's going to be the new genie in Aladdin. Yeah. But anyway. I'm okay with that. Yes, it'll be fun. Yeah. But um, Curtis and Felicity, basically, the entire time, they're trying to prove that this is a fake photo, or, yeah. trying, to, or trying to at least disprove or find out who's behind it. Yeah. They're trying to figure out where it's coming from. And they bring up this idea of secret jobs. First of all, I loved Curtis was like, what does John even do? Yeah. Like, I don't know what anybody does. And then Felicity was like, um, his wife is the leader of Argus. Oh, oh he, he must make a lot of money. Yeah. She makes a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. But yes, that he brought up the age old question that everyone has always asked about numerous people on the CW. What do they do for work to be in these nice houses? I think we've discussed it several times, especially Barry's Loft. Yes. Crime scene investigator does not make enough money 
No, but then, you know. Cisco's apartment. Then, like, how when you Cisco have your parents are dead, you got those wills. He, his dad was a doctor, but he had no money. He just got out of jail. <laughs> he had that nice cabin in the woods. Yeah. But um, it, it's weird. Like, we've always joked about it, but I like how they're, they were a little meta with it, and I dug it. Yeah. But um, what did you think of their... Do you think that they're going to be... This is going to be like a story of their company? No. I really hope they call it Queen Industries. They won't. Well, because in the Flash season premiere with that newspaper, yeah, one of the big Easter eggs was Wayne Enterprises True. and Queen Industries. Not Queen Consolidated, Queen Industries. But why would they name it that? Because it, it has a, a name recognition to it. I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be okay with it. Uh, I don't know, but then... If Oliver Queen is not putting in money... Uh, just just the know. face of the company. Yeah. I'd be okay know. with it, though, and I think that'd oh, be Oh, I would, too, but I think it'd just be an easy cop-out. Yeah, but it'd be a fun cop-out. be a, a good cop-out, not a bad cop-out. But uh, that <laughs> was a really, good cop-in. That was their story. Um, yeah. Renee was kind of there. Yeah. He, um, you know, he did his wild dog stuff. He's he's back on in the fields, which was fun. Yeah, with his new suit. We do love his new suit. Apparently, the creator of the comic, of the character, did not like the new suit. Really? Yeah. I could see it. Too much of a departure. Yeah. Um, I could I could definitely see it. Yeah. And the best was all the, the Dark Knight memes that came out. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between you and me? I'm not wearing hockey pads anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, there were a lot of good ones. The memes are the most fun after each of these episodes, especially because oh, yeah. Stephen Amell loves... Meme like, Monday. Meme Monday, Fan Art Friday. Like, he does some great stuff. But, um... So, Renee really didn't have much of a story. Uh, Thea didn't add anything to the story this episode. No. Oh, God, she's so lazy. Um, still in bed. Weirdest thing. Yeah. Yeah. Probably shouldn't make light of that in case I go into a coma anytime soon. But, um, do you want to talk about William? Oliver? Quintinish? Or, um, John and Canary? We're saving the family drama for last. I really like that story. All right, so, you so we're going to go with, uh, you know, let's get Quentin out of the way. All right, so Quentin was really just kind of there for the ride of um, Oliver dealing with the kidnapping. Yes. You know, my favorite line is, like, when they were talking, I didn't have a picture of you the last time I prosecuted you for this or something yeah. along those lines. I thought it was a fun little throwback to uh, season one. Wow. Yeah, yeah season one. But uh, we had Anatoly's return, and that's kind of where Quentin's story was revolving around. Yep. So let's talk a little bit about Anatoly. Is do you think he's going to be a recurring villain this season? Because he's apparently not welcome back in Russia. Um, I don't know so much to call him a villain, but maybe like a thorn in Oliver's side. Yeah, like a yeah. conflict of interest for the yeah. most part. Because that's really what it was. He was like, I need this money, and you conveniently have it, so... Yeah. Yeah. What's up, buddy? But we're not buddies anymore. But I do like how Anatoly still has that sense of honor. He's like, I'm not going to ruin your life for this. Like, yeah, I need this, but I'm not... He wasn't attacking Oliver for it. No. Um, so I thought that was... They have an interesting relationship, you know. It's it's different than a lot of the other characters we have on the shows. Yes. Um. You know, in terms of, like, Supergirl and uh, her aunt had it the first season of Supergirl. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, I love you. We're family. You know, I grew up with you, but I'm going to punch you in the face really, really hard. Yeah. 
Um, this is where I kind of see Ollie and uh, and Anatoly. Yeah. And I like the actor too. Yeah. So it's fun having him back, and I kind of want to see where their relationship goes. They they have a very Slade Oliver relationship. Yeah. Especially now. But um, let's talk. Oh, you want to save Oliver and William? Yeah. Let's talk about Canary and Diggle, and then just Diggle. Okay. So. What do you think of the the dynamic with Canary and Diggle? Okay. Do I get where Canary's coming from? A thousand percent. Yes. But we had that whole, was it the shipyard scene or whatever, where she's getting basically attacked from behind. Mm-hmm. He's, she's, he's got him in like a rear naked choke basically and Diggle doesn't take a shot yeah but he doesn't take a shot because he doesn't really have a clear shot at anything Mm -hmm. he's got a clear shot at the arms that are around her neck but that's not clear enough Mm -hmm. you know you you don't want to risk that you know no matter how good of a shot he is but you know what I think I think it is he didn't do anything yeah like, basic, you know, you have martial arts training, I have martial arts training, I also have police training, you know, in all honesty, like, if I had somebody in that circum- in those circumstances, I either A, would have used my taser instead, so they both go for the ride, sorry, Yeah. or B, holstered up, and then at least moved into his hands. Diggle almost completely froze. Yeah, but the thing is, too, is look at the distance between them. There was. It's not like he was five feet away. They were not like crazy distance, but they were, you know, maybe 15, 10 to 15 feet away. I mean, the guy's got a weapon too. It's not like he was, he didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. You know, he could have easily shot Diggle as he was coming in or whatever. But well, it looks like he had something against her throat. Yeah. Like a, a garage or a stone. Yeah. I don't know. So, I mean... In, in the she, spur of the moment, of yeah, like eventually she did, but I think she was more upset, at, not that he didn't take a shot, because I'm sure she didn't want to get shot, Yeah, because she knew she would have gotten shot, but the fact that he didn't do anything. Yeah, I don't know. But um, their their relationship's interesting, because yeah. she's a cop, so and he's military. They have very similar training aspects, they have very similar mentalities. Um, she is aware that he is not firing at 100%. Yes. And he, he admits to her that he has, we, we talked about it last week, because yeah. a lot of people were like, oh, he's got PTSD, that's so lame, because he was already so, which is not lame, PTSD is, you know, a real thing, and it happens oh, yeah. to anybody. Um, but it turns out he has not only nerve damage, but it's degenerative. It's yes. only going to get worse. So, he opens up to her, and she's like, you have to tell Oliver. I'm not going to be in the field with you. And when he goes to, Oliver decides he's going to pass on the mantle of Green Arrow. Yes. That is my least favorite aspect of this episode. Not that not that it's Diggle. I have no I don't have a problem with Diggle, but this was pointed out to me in another podcast that I listened to called Flash TV Talk. I highly recommend you guys check them out. They're really good. Um, they talk about why not pass it on to somebody like Roy. Like make contact with him first and be like or at least mention I offered it to Roy, but he doesn't want to come back to the fold. But we don't know where Roy is. No but one you, knows. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, it, it doesn't make... Because you have to be an archer to be the green arrow. 
but I mean, yeah, it's different between from shooting a gun to shooting. But the bow. he's still using his his dominant arm. He's still gonna be dealing with nerve damage. Yeah. Um, we saw in the trailer, which we try not to go too much on, that he uses a crossbow. It looks yeah. like like a, a small portable one. It's gonna be. I'm not really a fan of this this change in character. Mm. I thought that making John his own superhero called Spartan was a great, just yeah. a great way for the character to grow. So I'm not I'm not feeling it. It's it's kind of the weakest aspect for me. It's fair, but there's no one else you can offer it to. I know, I, I agree, but like the last time he left the team, he didn't have a Green Arrow replacement. Yeah, I mean the only thing you would be able to have. Well, that's the thing too is. Look at what they did with Thea. They made her speedy and use bow and arrow without any training. That's not true. In the first episode of the show, they make reference to the fact that she had a ton of archery, medals, and trophies. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Because Oliver jokes about how he'd never be able to be as good with the bow. Uh. It's right, like, right, yeah, I've been rewatching Arrow. Sorry, buddy. It's like all fresh right now. But, um, yeah, and then obviously Thea had training with Malcolm. Yeah. So. Uh. I, I would have that would have been a great opportunity to mention Roy at least be like I was gonna yeah. I, you know I talked to Roy and he doesn't want because it, it'd be totally realistic for Oliver to be in touch with him. Yeah, I mean it would, but we would have heard it by now. Not necessarily. That's that's up to Roy if he wants to everybody to know where he is. Colton Haynes has been hinting again that he's coming back, and I'm like, Colton, stop! He's not. Stop toying with my. He came back for the last two episodes of uh, Teen Wolf. He's on American Horror Story right now, which oh. I'm so far behind on. But I'd, I'd love to see him come back. He's getting married in like two weeks. Yeah, good for him, right? Yeah. Not to Thea. Obviously. Obviously. But, um, yeah, so I, I, I did not agree with that aspect. That's what's bringing it down. And when we get to Star City Rangers, I'll talk about it. Uh, jo- Oliver and William, you, you talk about it because obviously that's a, the thing that you like the most. Yeah, nah. I'm just I'm just digging the whole storyline, um, and you know it's kind of putting out there the struggles of a single parent with a lot of money. Yeah, well, not, I mean, with just the, in general with, with the housekeeper. You know, I mean, think about it. You have a son now that you didn't know about until a year ago. Question? Like, yeah, like, like midway, midway through, right? Something like that. I mean. His mother just died five months ago. You know. Rest in peace. You're juggling being a father, being the mayor, being the Green Arrow. And you're, we're now seeing kind of the toll on, you know, family life when it comes to being a superhero. Mm-hmm. We've never really seen that before in anything. It's, it's a new dynamic. You know, Um so I'm 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 liking where it's going. I I like his choice to spend more time with his son at the end of the episode mm-hmm. and kind of pass the torch. Even though we know it's only gonna be temporary. We hope. We know it. They, they can't imagine unless this was the you know the final season. But mm. um, please no. It, no, it won't be because they're gonna write him. Be, I wouldn't be surprised. We'll probably see him maybe an episode and a half, two episodes at the most. That's a CW. Not being the Green Arrow. Yeah. You know, 
Um, especially since, you know, you're trying to get the heat off of you. You just got proven that it was a, your face was photoshopped onto that picture. Mm-hmm. But you still need to relax and make sure the heat doesn't come back on you so quick. You know? I, uh, I, I hear you. Yeah. But I, I like I like the whole dynamic, the car ride. Yeah, that was you powerful. Know, that when, was really you know, good. He, he got in trouble in school. Got into or a got, fight. got into a fight, yeah. Him and uh, Samantha's daughter must be hanging out. Yeah, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, was it three, four guys or something like that? Eighth graders. Yeah. I like how Oliver's like, you punch him in the nose. You yeah. go for the biggest one, and you punch him in the Nothing came of that. I was really hoping for something to come for that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was a... Uh, it was an interesting. It was a great conversation. Yes, you know, it shows that Oliver's not ready to be a parent. No, he can save the world over and over again, but when yeah. it comes time to to give his kid good advice, yeah, right, not gonna happen. Punch him in the face. You find the biggest one, and you, you not punch him in the nose. That's that's prison rules right there. Yeah. That's what you do on your first day of prison. Yeah, uh, high school, middle school, it's the same thing. <laughs> same as prison. Exactly. But anyway, but um. Star City rating? I give this a a four. Mm-hmm. This this was my favorite episode out of all the Arrowverse. Oh. Yes. Okay. Right. Um, there was, I think you know you you like to harp on the personal connection, the human connection. I don't think I'm harping on it. You bring it up every time it it comes up, though. I'm I'm just I bring it up every time it comes up. <laughs> but you know, well, in, in like shows, not not our show. You know, I'm just saying, like, not in a bad way. You're I harping hate, on I it. Hate you. Yeah, me too. Okay. Um, you know, th- there was a lot of personal connection, like with Oliver and his son. You know, um, the whole thing Diggle's going through. Um, e- even Renee and his daughter. You oh, know. Yeah, yeah. Um. You know, this this was a really good one to see their struggles because, you know, that's basically what this whole episode was, was everybody was struggling with something. Mm-hmm. You know, you have, you know, Diggle with his shoulder. You have Dinah being afraid to go out there with a 50% Diggle, maybe, let's say. I didn't you say know. less. You know, and you got, you know, R- Renee is kind of... Being Renee, he doesn't really have a struggle going out into the field, but you know he's got the whole daughter struggle, mm-hmm. you know. And Quentin almost relapsing. Oh yeah, yeah, they do bring that up. You know, again. Yeah, you know, I I really enjoyed this week's. You know, it it wasn't one of their best, but um, it, it was really good. All right, I'm gonna give it a three five. Okay. Um. Like, a lot of the things you said resonate true with me. The thing that kills me, though, is I hate, 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 hate any storyline where the hero gives up the mantle. Hate it. And you can't even say because it's his kid. Like, because then you look at comics. Batman found out he had a son. Here's your Robin costume, Damien. Superman had a clone. But, Here's your but, Superboy but, costume. But this is the thing. Damien was trained as a member of yes. the League of Okay, that's fair. That's fair. 100% fair. But, like, at the same time, Batman's like, this better not mess up my Batman stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you inconvenient child. Here's a Robin suit with a hood. Yeah. Keep it on. 
don't take it off. Apparently, that's like a running joke in the new animated universe that yeah. he never takes off his Robin suit. He's always just Robin. But um, I don't know. Like anytime where the the hero gives up his mantle, I just kind of go. Uh, especially with the show where we've seen it now twice. Yeah. But anyway, um, and also I think it's super in, uh, super convenient. People aren't going to notice that the Green Arrow went from a white guy to a black guy a week after a controversy. But then again, does anybody really see the Arrow? I don't know. They probably yeah they did. They saw him on TV when he announced that he was the Green Arrow. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I did love how in Flash he picks up the newspaper at the therapist's office and it's like. Yeah. Mayor Queen outed his green arrow or something like that. Yeah. He just looks at Iris. He's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and the fact that he caught up all on uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, Jon Snow's dead. Oh wait, he's alive. <laughs> Spoilers for those of you guys who aren't up to date on <laughs> Game of Thrones. But um, yeah. So I think that brings us to our last topic. Our last Easter egg. Two Easter eggs. One general topic. So we got not one. But two references to Batman. Not Batman per se, but the Bat family. Yeah. Uh, the first, which we were surprised to see, was at the circus for Legends of Tomorrow. In the background of one of the opening shots, you see a group of acrobats dressed as Robin or as dressed as the Flying Graysons. Yes. That was pointed out to us, and that was one of the coolest references they've ever done. Oh, yeah. Uh, Legends was famous for their, I've seen Dark Knights fall and Men of Steel die yeah. line in season one. But uh, I thought that was a very, very carefully placed yes. Easter egg. and it was very subtle because I didn't recognize it. You know, I probably, it I, I probably would have never recognized it if it wasn't until someone pointed out to us, yeah. yeah. But obviously the biggest one was... Oliver Queen directly referenced Bruce Wayne. Yes. Something that not even Supergirl, with all their allusions to Batman, ever did. Yeah. Um, Arrow has been famous for mentioning Bloodhaven, which was Nightwing's hometown. Yes. Several times. The fact that they mentioned Bruce Wayne and Gotham City by name is huge. Yes. Um, Stephen Amell, like, it, it all got spoiled beforehand. Like, Stephen Amell was talking about it, like, how it was the best, you know, Easter egg sort of character reference they had. It shows that they are allowed to mention Bruce Wayne. Yeah. What do you think the ramifications of that are? I don't think there is any. Mm. Why you do? Mm. I'm guessing that's a yes. All right. So <laughs> there's a lot of theories floating around right now. The biggest one is is Gotham a potential for some sort of crossover? No. Most likely not. Um, they were able to do it with Supergirl and Flash when they were on separate networks because CBS owned both. Yes. Could they work something out with Fox and Gotham? They could. They could, they could definitely. Um, but the problem is, if they put the kid from Gotham in Arrow as that Bruce Wayne, then it would imply that... The timeline's all messed up. The timelines are messed up. It, it would be way more complicated. It'd be much better yeah. if the Arrowverse had its own version of Batman. I agree. Now, then it leads to the question, is Bruce Wayne Batman on Earth-1? I don't think so. They would have definitely mentioned some sort of vigilante like the Green Arrow in Gotham. So my theory is that it's a Bruce Wayne maybe like in his 20s. But. But. Can you mention Batman by name in the Arrowverse? 
because of Bruce Wayne being on Gotham on Fox. Yeah. It's all owned by Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers owns the characters. Yes, but would Warner Brothers do that? Because then you would have three different Batmans out right now. You got two different Flashes out right now. But the, we're talking about three. As we're talking about two, two TV and one movie. Two different Supermans? How? There's Superman in the yeah. Superman universe and Man of Steel. Oh, you mean the guy that we saw twice? As opposed to the guy we saw three times? <laughs> He was in only in three episodes of Supergirl. Three, three, yeah. three in the last but, seconds of but one. But still, of them. I'm just saying, like, yeah, because it's it's the CW and it's. Well, here's the thing: they used the to. The WB is the CW. They used to not want to connect all these things because they they were afraid people were going to get confused. That's why yeah. they didn't have Batman on Smallville all those years ago. They didn't want people to get confused. Nowadays, people are smart enough to know. Oh, is is it connected to this? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. If Bruce Wayne exists in the Arrowverse, I think on Earth 1, he's just Bruce Wayne. He hasn't become Batman yet. Yeah. On Earth uh, 39, his car is? Yeah. He's Batman. At least for a while now. Yeah. Um, I really think that the adding of this is an indication of the crossover, and it just adds fuel to my, my belief that because they're calling it Crisis on X on Earth X, yeah, an homage to Crisis on Infinite Earths, which combined the multiverse into one world. Yes, in the comic books years and years ago, which also ended in the death of Supergirl. So I don't think they're going to go that far. But I, I firmly believe that Crisis on Earth X will unite the multiverse in some capacity. Yeah, and suddenly it'll be one Earth where there's National City, there's Supergirl, but there's also Star City, Green Arrow, and it would give them a chance to to play around with some new stories, like what what has now changed, you know, kind of like how when Barry comes back after Flashpoint. Yeah. So, I think that adding Bruce Wayne, I would love to see Batman appear in the Arrowverse. I would too. I just don't think it's gonna happen. But if they handle it like they did Superman on Supergirl, it could be amazing. Yeah. Like everybody was afraid. They're like, oh, if you bring in Superman, now all of Supergirl's problems are gonna be easily solved. Not if you do it right, no. Yeah, Do it true. right. Like, write it well. We don't need to see Batman every episode. Sprinkle yeah. him in uh, here yeah, or there. And, you know, save him for, like, big crossover events or yeah. Justice League. I mean, that we can finally have the Justice League on TV also. Yeah. It'd be perfect for in timing with the movie. Yeah, no, I agree. But we would love to hear your thoughts on the Bruce Wayne cameo, the idea of adding Batman to the Arrowverse, where the Arrowverse is going right now. So what are the best ways for people to get in touch with us, Ronnie? Uh, best way is to just look us up on Facebook. Just look for The Multiverse Fancast on your Facebook apps or on Facebook on your laptop or whatever you're listening to us on. You can also email us at multiversefancast at gmail.com. You can also find us out there on Twitter. Just look for MV Fancast. And to listen to us, you just want to download a Podbean app or the Satchel Podcast Player. And you can also download us from iTunes directly. Make sure that when you do that, you just leave us some likes, some comments, star reviews, all that good stuff. So you can tell us what we're doing good, what we need to work on, and what you like about us. And we'll be back next week for the Arrowverse edition for week three of uh, our shows. And we have our Thor episode coming up. So maybe, what do you mean? What are you freaking out about? (laughs) Also, I want to do a Stranger Things episode. Go for it. Now all by myself? I haven't watched it. You didn't watch season one? Nope. We'll have to do it the next five days because it comes out on Friday. (laughs) 
but anyway, so um, be on the lookout for that. You know, the movie, some of our movie podcasts are some of our most popular ones. Everybody tends to, yeah, because not everybody watches these shows. No. So um, yeah, we can't wait to hear from you guys, and we can't wait to give out more content to you. So as always, I'm Mags, and I'm Ronnie, and we'll be back in a flash.